0: I've always wondered, what's the devil look like?
1: Well, of course, there are all manner of lesser imps and demons, Pete, but the great Satan himself is red and scaly with a bifurcated tail, and he carries a hay form. <laughs>
0: Hey-oh! Hey-oh! Did I come Said, I me, I said, I said, I said, I me I said, 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 I come I said, I said, I said, I I come I said, me said, I Tally man, tally me banana Delight come and me one Hey,
1: hello, and welcome to the Flamcat Podcast. This is your host, the artist, David, and I am your Huckleberry. I beg to differ, sir. We started a game we never got to finish. Play for blood, remember? (laughs) Uh, that was a tribute to the late, great Harry Belafonte to open the show. And everybody's like, um, Max, why Why do you care about about, uh, old-ass people singers? (laughs) Come on now. I know we're all young and we're into our rap. But Harry was cool, man. Harry Belfonte was cool. And that version, I played it before, and I, I told you then, it was from uh, a collection of songs I did for my kids. Because they were in love with the Muppet Show at the time. And Harry Belfonte's episode uh, was really a good episode because he sang the Banana Boat song. And he had a little, little Muppet tarantula sing the part about the deadly black tarantula and my kids love that shit so i said okay i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna do my own little squeaky voice for the dangerous black tarantula and so i did and that's what, why it's there but uh yeah harry dude harry Balfonte on the muppet show is a jam you got your banana boat song i believe if i'm not mistaken he had a uh, a drum off with a legendary animal I think uh, Harry Belfonte was playing a big old drum, and, and and Animal was playing his own drums, and they, they went at it, man. That's classic TV for my ute when I was a ute. I liked, I, I, I really liked Harry Belafonte. I did. His singing, his singing voice was really cool, man, because it, it had that little graspiness to it, you know, and uh, now I didn't grow up as like I said. My mom had a collection of albums. Harry Belfonte wasn't one of them, but. Around Christmas time, I always heard certain songs that he did, and uh, as I got older, I'm like, I want to check, check this old fart out. It's nothing like buying the same records as your parents to make you feel cool. Let's see, I get a Perry Como Christmas album, I'll get a uh, Andy Williams Christmas album. You know, I'm like 12. <laughs> I'm like, I, don't, I, don't t- I don't want anybody to know about that goofy shit, but I, I, it's just my opinion that Christmas music is best left to the old masters. I Yes... I'm sure the Justin Bieber Christmas song was great, and I know Mariah Carey's very popular with the kids. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> so that's how much of an old soul I am. I, I consider that I consider uh, Wham's Last Christmas to be new, <laughs> and Mariah Carey's uh, Christmas song to be new. It all—I don't like new Christmas songs. It's very rare that I like a new Christmas song. To me, Christmas is about old—the old farts. Your Bing's, your Sinatra's, your Dean Martin's, your Harry Belafonte's, your Johnny Mathis's, or Johnny Mathai, if you want to say it easier. That's Christmas, man, Nat King Cole, right? Come on. Now, I I love Nat King Cole as a jazz musician and and as a pop singer, but come on, man, his Christmas album is a jam. <laughs> All right, Harry Belafonte will always forever be part of the Hernandez, uh lore because um when uh when ava was little she this might have been before even even um val was around so she had to be about four or five um you know we lived at our old house and we had a a (laughs) we had state-of-the-art audio back then i had i had what you call a, a five disc cd changer in my component system that i just recently let my mom borrow that's that's so if I hey, if you think I'm behind the times, my mom just got hooked up with a five discs, my old five CD disc changer from like 1993, <laughs> State of the art. So it was around Christmas time and 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 I'm, I got all the Christmas CDs and 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 something went screwy with the changer. It wouldn't uh it wouldn't move after you know if you press forward, it wouldn't go to the next disc or it wouldn't go to the next song. And the weirdest part is the thing it was stuck on was Harry Belafonte's Christmas album, and it it had uh, uh, Ma- Mary's boy Mary's boy child. I think it's called Mary's boy child. If you know the album and you know that song, you know it's good. It's a good Christmas song. It's, it's got all your Christmas elements: Jesus and babies and mangers and shit. And uh, but it got stuck in a loop, and we couldn't get it to stop. And and of course, you know, because I'm who I am. You know, maybe a regular like Leave It to Beaver dad or a or a Mr. Brady dad would go, oh, we better fix this and we'll 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 get right on it. You and I ha- hand me that wrench, Ava? You know, no, no, we didn't do that. We just laughed our asses off because all he it kept the song would start and it it would stop and then restart and stop and restart all in the same spot. So all you heard was a long time ago in Beth. Long time ago in Beth. Now. Right now, as a grown man, I could make some really funny jokes about a long time ago in Beth. I don't know who Beth is. I don't want to cast aspersions on Beth. I didn't go, I didn't go with the nasty uh, joke for my four-year-old daughter. We just thought it was funny. That he kept saying, a long time ago in Beth. Stop, <laughs> Daddy, why would it? A long time
0: ago in Beth. What? Who's Beth?
1: Uh, yeah, it got stuck and I couldn't get it to stop. So whenever, even to this day, to this day, if I'm playing Christmas music on my uh, phone, I've updated it now or my uh, Bose uh, speaker, Bluetooth speaker from my phone. Uh, at Christmas time. We're doing the tree and Harry an Belafonte comes on long time ago in Beth. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the words because that's all I care about, you know? It's like it gets caught in your head, man, like an earworm. Like a, it gets like music that's st- it's like the Macarena or the sh- Baby Shark song. I'm, you just can't stop singing. Long time ago in Beth. Uh, I don't know if that's a smart thing to do, especially well, Jesus. If if you if you know somebody named Beth.
0: Oh. David Max Twenty Four at gmail.com
1: 24 at gmail.com Yeah, what do you think? Oh, yeah, stereo, cool. Hey, hey. Is, uh, hey, hey. Is, uh, is This is this thing on? Is this thing on? Is it on? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Ceremony's about to begin. I just want to double check that you actually can hear this cuz uh, uh ooh I got some uh kind of bombed man uh check my um, I don't, I'm not gonna cry I'm not gonna cry I
0: promise itself I would
1: cry <laughs> Uh I checked my data and it sucks But again it's I've I've <laughs> This isn't the first time I've had this uh, thought process, but it, and it probably won't be the last. But when all you've got to look at for data regarding your uh, endeavors is one stat, and like I said, my uh, my provider, my hosting company for this lovely production, tells me how how many downloads. Now, uh, I you know because I'm not real, I'm more of just like a doer, creator. Artist dude, I don't really know about like the technical shit. I didn't, I don't, I, I, I honestly admit, I didn't know the difference between like, uh, like if you subscribe to a podcast or if you follow a podcast or if you download a podcast, to me, I just like, I want people to like this and I want to do good things and make people laugh and be funny and do stuff and make, sing a song and tell a story and sing another song and make up fake shit and try to get people to, to get on board with your insanity. And it doesn't work out all the time. But sometimes it does. But all I got is that download thing. And I was reading because I I, I got to educate myself on what's going on. You know, they say that, you know, the downloads don't truly indicate how many listens because people could get the show, download it, not listen to it. You know, like, OK. Or they could listen to it and it doesn't show up on any kind of uh, statistics because they're just it's free, man. You can. And that's the way I want it. So. I just gotta be confident in knowing that uh, I I'm doing a thing, and I hope everybody, I hope people that like it continue to like it and continue to listen, and uh, maybe tell a friend who. Well, that's a, that's a problem. You'd have to assume that your friends are just as weird and demented as you are, and I've learned that they usually aren't. So, I mean, if if you're lucky enough to hang around with a goofy ass crew that's just as messed up as you are, then yeah, definitely say, hey, check this dude out. It's Awful, but it's hilarious. Whatever, whatever you got to do, you know. Because I'm thinking, man, is this is this is this the slow death of Derek? Is is Derek on his way out? If I am I Fonzie already? Am I Fonzie already? Jumping shark, wearing a leather jacket on a show that's supposed to take place in the '50s that's been on for like ten years, and and now we're still in the '50s, and I'm I don't realize I'm out of it. It all passed me by. Put on your life preserver and your leather jacket and your skis and go jump to Shark Max. It's it's over. It's over. Over? Over, you say? Nothing is over till we say it is. Uh but I, I look, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. But it is when you when you're like, man, that was man, I like the way that thing, and man, I like this thing, and and then you send it out there and you're just like, I hope people think that's funny. And you're used to hearing that, hey man, that thing was funny. I'm like, yeah. But then you don't hear it, it wasn't funny. I'm like, oh no. what see, that's that's the thing. I always jump to that conclusion. Just because I didn't hear something automatically means that it sucked. <laughs> Cause I never wanted to be the guy that I look, it's impossible. You can never be this guy, but I always wanted to be the guy that was aware of when I was being a suckhole and not being oblivious to being a suckhole. Uh Sometimes you're just a suckhole, and you don't know you're a suckhole And it takes you to read the terrain around you or or you know look a little deeper, read a little bit between the lines and go, oh, wait a minute. I think I might be suckhole. Because I've asked this question before. Do do shitty guys know they're shitty? I don't know. I mean, all right, here's an example. Remember remember, remember that band Sticks from Chicago? Sticks, you know, lady, come sail away renegade they were that dude Uh they those guys were those guys blue collar man back in the day Lorelei that, that band was the shit then Dennis guy got, got a little full of himself and thought hey let's write a musical about some robots which was the, what was it, Kilroy something? The Kilroy, pro- the thing they made where they they toured and it was a production, like a theater production, and they had like these foam suits and they sucked ass. And in retrospect, Tommy Shaw and uh, uh, J.Y. Uh, James Young were like, hey, man, at some point, I can't write a song about a fucking robot. It's like, they knew, they had to know. Look. They backed the guy they they said all right you, you got you got an idea, <laughs> let's try it, but they had to know did they know that it was stupid? I don't know, maybe they did, and they just said hey i got we gotta keep trying, but uh i look, I'm not saying I'm doing killroy. I'm just saying I don't know if I suck i gotta i gotta find I gotta find out what's working what's I need a focus group, I need some charts." I need a poll. I need a listener. I need some marketing. Or, or I maybe just make it... See, that, that I can't wrap my head around that kind of technology. I need to get something that I can handle. So I'm thinking maybe I... Maybe... What well, if I just went back to t- San Antonio, Texas and looked for Ku Klux Kelly? I'm sure she could give me more colorful stories and keep this bitch alive for another couple years. Come on, be racist to me. I need listeners. I need
0: listeners.
1: What can you do? I know. Listen right here if you wanna know. Pick me, pick no me. Human sacrifice, don't sell your banjo. Don't go drinking bleach or cut off your don't toe. drink bleach. Makes lungs
0: everybody. And
1: everybody
0: makes one everybody. So give 'em some starts and reviews. That would make
1: me feel happy.
0: Definitely. From cats for everybody stars and reviews, reviews and stars a podcast is where you should go yay Do a clicky click yeah give it a go yay write a little something so
1: people will know yay this is a podcast kind of doesn't bloke gate fantastic for everybody it is even the irish maybe Tom Well, duh.
0: Come on. So
1: give them some stars and reviews Reviews and stars Let's get real popular Sexy Okay, I'd rather just be sexy and popular um, Here's a song
0: Times when this place gets kind of empty. Sound of the breath fades with the light. I think about the loveless fascination under the Milky Way tonight. I knew what you were looking for, i have known what you would find. Wish I knew what you were looking for, i have known what you would find. I
1: Finally, I finally felt a little relevant the other day. Don't worry, it was just a fleeting thing. It's not sticking around. Um, because let's face it, man my my daughter Ava she's uh she's twenty four. Yeah, she's twenty four, and Val's twenty. So, uh, they're pretty much growed. They're growed. I know It's gonna sound. It's gonna sound like I'm just like, going, oh no, poor me, bitch. um, but they don't need me. I, you know what I mean. They're not the way that that I was used to being needed. I mean, let's, I'm cut out. Dude, my I'm cut out to be the dad of stumpy kids. i You put me with some stumpy kids. I'm like the best guy ever, you know, making them laugh, getting them engaged in stuff, doing funny, silly shit that makes them laugh. Maybe something that they may might not like when my cousins or my nephews or even when I was little, my little cousins man. They were like, well, we never get to do this at our house. This is great. <laughs> yeah, Okay. Learn it here and then go home and break your own shit. Just don't break my shit. Cause I'll get in trouble. Just like, you know, it's not the kid stuff games. And like I told you all about the silly stuff we used to do when the kids were little and I played games with them and I was always there. And then, um, when I got, uh, I got to let go from the ad agency in what 11, I think it was 2010 or 11, I forget 11. Uh, you know, okay. I'm going to try to work from home. And then, You know, but I still, hey, I can, now I got the time to, I don't have to rush to get to the football field for football practice. I can get a diamond for baseball, little league practice, because I'm early enough. All the things I thought I would, I wanted to do, but thought I couldn't do, just because of of the way my, at the time, my uh, uh, job was going. It was just a a commute into the city. It was gone all day, man. I get home at like 6.30 at night, 7, you know, the kids are... That's they're over like an hour and a half ready before they got to go to bed. I'm like, I, I was in such a bad uh, emotional state with my blood pressure and everything, just because of the stress and the guilt I would feel for walking out of the the office at uh, ten to five to make sure I caught. I had to be on that train because that if I missed that train, basically I screw twenty some kids out of football practice, and somebody else is going to have to do the shit. You know, it was just too much, man. You know, on the stairs from all the guys that never gave, never left home. They were there 20... They, I swear to God, I thought those guys, a lot of those guys at that agency lived there. You know, and I'm like, ah, that's not from... Look, I want to... Look, I, it's cool being an artist as a profession, if you can do it, because it's, it's near impossible. But at what cost? I'm, no. And so when I got let like, go, all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute... The missus is kicking ass, making that middle piece of the Big Mac, the middle round piece of bread. She's ascending, and I just got gacked. Uh, it's so funny I, when the kids were born. I always said, "Oh man, you know, I gotta, I gotta figure out a way to make more cash so we can, you know, I can have a traditional family." Like I, well, <laughs> traditional's a stretch for, but you know, the way we were, my generation was brought up. You know, dad goes to work, mom stays at home and makes you. Spaghetti and meatballs with Chef Boyardee or whatever. Spaghettios and scrambled eggs mixed up with hot dogs. You know, mom shit. And it was like, I was so, I thought I was very progressive at the time. And we we're at, I remember the missus and I were at dinner once. And she goes, hold up. She goes, why do you assume I do not want to work? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, you want, you want? She goes, I like I'm like I never thought about that. You mean you you When you think about it uh, of both of our jobs mine mine has more uh flexibility for schedule. Why can't I be the why can't I be the one to stay home? I know how to cook. I can drive. I'm a better cook than the missus. Don't tell her that. So I turned into kind of the aspiring, uh, freelance artist and stay at home pops. But they, like I said, they needed me. They were little kids and they wanted to do extracurricular stuff, which they really weren't able to do when we were both working. So, you know, Val was able to join this club and Ava was, um, you know, Ava didn't have to take the activity bus home from her high school, which is a million miles away. She would have had a horribly long day when she wasn't doing running track. So I was like, yeah, man, I'm the chauffeur. I'm the cook. I'm the, you know, I'm, I'll uh, I'll wash the dishes and I'll do whatever, man. And then at night I'll do some drawings. But I felt like I was accomplishing something because the kids were re- really relying on me, and I was getting to do stuff I never thought I'd ever be able to do. I never thought I'd be the one to pick them up from school or take them to where they had to go or be the be the parent that uh, you know ran, was I was in a carpool with other moms and shit because you know I was doing a whole Michael Keaton Mister Mom thing. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> But those days are gone, man, because now they're older, and they're smarter than me, and they know more than me, and they're cooler than me, and their their issues, their problems now all need the misses. You know, Val needs, you know, Val's got to get an apartment, he needs, you know, to know how to go through the business, business shit, shit I suck at. So (laughs) I have no idea what my role is right now, but I was relevant this week, that's all I can ask for. I was relevant. I needed. I I was needed. I mattered. Right? Check this out. I told you about my daughter. She she graduated from fancy book school, and right off the bat, she got a totally awesome gig as like a nanny au pair for this highfalutin family who had a little big boy, and who I call Boogie, and Boogie Boogie was a little bitty guy, and Ava took that job, and she and Boogie were like they hit it off. Boogie loved when, when Miss Ava would come over and, you know, because Ava's like me. She's really good with, she's really, really good patient. She loves little kids. She's really good with little kids. She adores little kids. And it's like, this is perfect for you. You still You live at home. You save your money. You know, you pay off all the debt you can, as much as you can right now. And then take your time, find what you want, and then you'll be cool. So eventually, you know, all good things have to end, and Boogie's Boogie's now Boogie's now twenty six. <laughs> no, he's not. But Bo- Boogie's now ready for like preschool shit. And uh, she, Ava, knew this was going to end eventually, and it couldn't have worked out better for her because Ava just got a gig as a preschool teacher, which is awesome at this highfalutin, fancy, affluent uh, kid school where everybody's you know. Got wear his fancy hats and shit. I don't know what they do. <laughs> They're all dressed like Richie Rich or Angus Young, whichever one you want to choose. And but she got to be the pre. She's going to be the preschool teacher but because she started and they they were accommodating her and they said okay we we know your your old pair thing doesn't end until the end of April you know we'll, we'll just ease you in you can kind of work as a floater in the school and kind of do different you know be with littler kids or older kids so she hasn't had a permanent thing but she's between she had two jobs for a while well the the boogie gig ended on Wednesday and we knew we knew Wednesday was her last day with boogie cuz boogie's parents are expecting another kid I don't know what. How do you adopt Boogie? What should the What should the little brother and sister be named? Snotty? Is are my kids? Boogie and Snotty? I don't know. That's probably Boogie's cool. You could pull off Boogie. Snotty's a tough. I might have to rethink this. Because, you know, some families they kind of have a pattern with their kids. Like they might all have the same name that starts, with, or they have their name all starts with the same letter. Just that little theme they got running in some families. I mean, if your first kid is Boogie, <laughs> I don't know what, I know, I do you go Boogie with the context of dancing? So you have Boogie, and then you name your second kid Boogie Down. I don't know what you do. The Hustle. Name your kid the Hustle. Or is it Boogie? There's something in your nose. I, that could be a whole different, anyway. So they're expecting a kid. So the mom's going to stay home now. So they don't, they don't really don't need Ava anymore. And she knew the day was coming. She knew, she knew. But the thing is, man, I I I know my kid. I knew that last day. Just like it's not like I have like secret uh future telling powers or mind reading powers, but duh. I knew Ava was gonna be upset because she'd spent, what, two years with Boogie, you know, taking care of him, taking him where he had to go, getting him his food, changing all the kids, all the cool shit you gotta do with little stumpy kids, right? So I knew she was gonna be, cause she's like me, and I, she is a lot. She's very similar to me, emotionally and everything. She's you know quiet. She's kind of quiet. She gets emotional. She takes things a lot hard. She's, you know, really sensitive. All that stuff. So I knew, God, she would she would just be a wreck. But I know, but I also know she's like me, and she ain't gonna show it until she closes the door. So she came home, and I knew it. And I went downstairs, and I, I usually I don't greet them at the door, like. Wally and the Beeves parents. How was school, son? It was great, Dad. Nah, I didn't I didn't even have on a checkered shirt. I was just my regular self. And I'm usually in Maxie Park painting or whatever, working on something. And I, I knew she I heard the car door. I says, Oh man, she's she's home. I he's gotta be a wreck. Now that's a stretch. Maybe she might have been okay, but I was right. As soon as she came home. I just looked at her and, and yeah I said she's 24 in that moment she was four years old and she just needed somebody she needed mommy or daddy to pick her up which we could because she's totally wee. like I said Ava's five foot nothing so I came up to her and I did I did my dad shit because it, it, she needed it and I knew she needed it and I knew she wasn't going to come looking for it you have to say look I know what's going on your emotional wreck. You probably were crying in the car all the way home, which I'm sure she was. And I don't, I don't want to embarrass her, but that, it, come on, it's natural. So I come, from, I I just put my arms around her, and she she just she was a little girl again. And I and that made me think of you know what? Whenever I uh, mo- uh, whenever a poignant family moment happens, I think of the movie Grease. You know, rock and roll and whatnot. Sandy, um, I will quote. The very smart and insightful pink lady, Frenchie, when she said, the only man a girl can depend on is her daddy. It's nice to be needed. You know? It was. I was there. And I haven't felt needed. Again, who cares? Nobody cares about daddy. Nobody cares what the dad thinks. Shut up, dad. Okay. I guess I'll just bury all these fields because I'm the goddamn patriformilus, and I'm toxic. Apparently, I'm toxic. I have to hide all my masculine things. And I have to. And I don't know. Go plant a flower, make a garden. I don't know what I got to do. But it was it was nice. You know, it was again. It was nice to feel like hey, yeah, this is what I used to do when you were little and you fell or you scraped your knee or you wiped out or. Something didn't go your way, and, you know, they're, they're, who's there? Who's going to pick you up? Daddy will pick you up. You know, mommy will try to pick you up, but she's not that strong. So, you know, I'm like, it's not, I've, it was nice to be needed by my, my, my oldest, my daughter, which has been a, a long time since I've ever felt like, you know, comes to schooling, talk to mommy. It comes to making these business decisions, talk to mommy. What do I do about saving my money and putting it in the right? to Talk to mommy. Hey, does anybody, can anybody make a cool frog noise? Oh, we talked to dad. He's good at that shit. (laughs) So so I felt, yeah, okay. Not not that I want things to happen to them just so I could comfort them. But it was nice to know that the the roles, even after 20 years or whatever, have not changed. It was nice. You know, but uh, like I said for my daughter, (laughs) now my son, on the other hand. Yeah, uh, it's kind of hard to be the source of comfort to to a kid who spent most of his toddler years headbutting shit just for the fun of it. that kid! That kid is weird, man. I told I've told you how weird. And like I said a couple episodes ago, I'm, it's not like I purposely want to start talking about my kid. oh my kids do this, and my kids are that. Look at my kid. But you know, sometimes they do shit, and you're like, I gotta tell somebody. But no matter what, like like Val's. Val's th- really doing well at school. He's thriving. He's doing great. He just got, he just got, he won some scholarship and he just got presented some. It's like every time we turn around, he's winning some shit. He's in a picture with a suit on, like shaking hands with like old people. And it's like, what the hell? And it makes me think about when he was little. I'm like, I can't believe this is the same kid. I don't remember. I, all right. This is. I don't really remember if I told you about all the stupid shit that kid used to do when he was little, because I can't remember, because I know I probably relied heavily on that kind of stuff the very first year of the Flemcat podcast, because I didn't have anything else, I didn't know what I was going to do. So I said, okay, here's some stupid shit my kid did, let me tell people that. But I don't, I guess I'm going to, it's just inevitable, you're going to repeat something, you're going to repeat yourself at some point, the, the key is, you know, you have to make sure that you're telling the story the right way because people have a tendency to embellish their stories as the years go by. Like if if you heard a story from a dude about the time he beat up four dudes, four sailors at a bar in Tokyo, you know, when you hear that story right when it happened, it's different from the story he tells 30 years later where now it's eight guys and he, you know, he wrote Godzilla and he did some crazy shit at Nagasaki. It, it, it just, it becomes, you get caught up in it. And the, the, it reminds me, I used to listen, I talked about him before, is uh, a radio DJ in Chicago, very famous, uh, head of his time. He pre he predates uh, Howard Stern and the whole Shock Jack thing. Steve Dahl. Steve Dahl, I listened to him for so long that he would tell the same story, but every time he retold it, it got different and, you know... He he was cooler in it no matter what. And I'm like, no, man, when you told that story four years ago, you weren't, you know, I don't want to do that. So that's why I'm always hesitant to say, well, wait, did I say this? But it doesn't matter because I, t- I say the truth. Right. It's all right. As long as I'm not changing the story. I don't know if I told you this. I, I, all right. I'm just going to say I did. I'm just going to say I did. But I'm going to repeat it because I don't know what else to tell you. I'm just pointing out the difference between the, the girl and the boy. That kid, the, the boy, all right, one day we're sitting at dinner. He couldn't have been more than five, maybe six. Four of us are at dinner. And uh, I'm busted. We're, we're just dinner. Our family dinners were flipping hilarious when they were little. Just talking about whatever, you know, they tell us about your day and they tell us some story that happened at school. And then of course I would embellish it and then they'd want to know what Rogue did. So I'd have to make up a story about how, what happened at Rogue school and how Rogue had a friend na- and named Ricky. But then Ricky got bitten half by a, a coyote named Oscar. So he became half Ricky because his back legs are gone. And now half Ricky rides around in a cart because he doesn't have any back legs. And this happened at, 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 <laughs> happened at Rogue school. So you know they instituted a change, and now they brought the bears in to be the the <laughs> recess monitor, grownups to to watch to watch all the little doggies that are at dog school. Dude, my kids love this story. It's a good story. It's come on, it's a good story. You know, here the hero is Rogue, and her best friend Ricky gets eat, almost killed by a coyote named Oscar. Bit in half now Ricky don't have any legs he's got to ride around in a cart, so they hire bears to come in and the bears come and now they're watching recess, so no coyotes come and apparently from what Rogue said, one of the bears finally caught Oscar and murdered him so we got you know it's family dinner you got uh animal attacks r- r- uh murder <laughs> amputations it's it's a family it's a family affair it is um so the kid I mean, our dinners were amazing. And I said something, I, ma- I made fun of Val for something. And <laughs> Blue, he goes, you douchebag. Now, I don't know where he heard it. I really don't because I know it's corny. I learned it from you. No, we, the missus and I are not potty mouths. We just never were. Now, I i, I let some stuff slip on this show because it's just us guys, right? But I, didn't, I never swore, we don't swear around the kids. We don't really swear we're not swear people in general. I don't usually swear in mixed, especially in mixed company. Now you put me with the dudes. I'll say F words and stuff and I'll make, I'll even make up some shit if it sounds good. Um, So we're like, what? <laughs> oh, of course, Ava can't, she can't, she's laughing. And now Val's like, oh shit, did I fuck up? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you just called your dad a douchebag. I'm going to go, yeah, yeah, you might have effed up. And what and the minister are trying not to laugh now, this will give you a perfect example of our dynamic. You would think the mom mom would step in and go, now now, Val, do you know what that word means? Well, I guess I don't. <laughs> all I know is my dad is one. Shut up, uh, you know it should be the mom well that's a that's something that a lady does, and you know I did it. I'm the one that said because I, I I wanted to make sure to not upset him because he was. Val was a knucklehead, but he was a well-behaved knucklehead. And if he thought that for one minute he said something he shouldn't have or said a bad word, it would hurt us. He would be hurt. I know he would. So I did it in a way that made him go, it's all right. It's, I go, it's not your fault. What did I call him? Shithead? I don't, I don't remember his childhood names. I said, it's okay because that word lately has become just a, 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 a blanket funny thing to say to people call somebody, but here's what it, and I described to him what it is. Not that I have an expert knowledge of the workings of a douchebag. I just, I was able to explain it to him in a way he understood. He goes, oh, okay. And he knew he wasn't in trouble because we were all, we were laughing. And we thought, it's fine. you got to let that shit sleep. You can't yell at a kid for that. Now, if I walked around the house calling everybody a douchebag, and then that's where Val heard it and said it back to me, then yes, I, I'm at, I deserve that. If you're shitty, your kid's gonna be shitty. But I knew he didn't I knew it's something he probably heard and goes, Oh, that's a funny thing to call somebody. What is I don't even know what it is. I'm gonna float it out at dinner tonight. Right after my dad tells a good story about my dog's best friend getting his legs chopped off. So it was so cute because he got he was embarrassed and then he realized he wasn't in trouble. Then he realized that, oh yeah, okay, it's probably something I just heard. And he said, you know, sometimes Kids say things and because they, they heard somebody else say it. And I want I want you to promise me, I told them, I said, look, if you ever hear something out of recess and it's not a coyote or a bear um, and you don't understand, just be cool, come home, ask me. You can ask me anything. I'm not gonna be mad if you ask me, even if what you're asking me is is a bad thing, I think it's better that you know what it is so you don't, you make the decision for yourself. I'm not going to call anybody that because now I know what it is and it's kind of mean. And trust me, if there's anybody in my house that knows what mean is, it's my goddamn father. He's great at mean shit. (laughs) But the thing that cracked me up the most about that whole conversation to begin with is that there were four people there, right? Me, the Mrs. Ava, Val. And of the four people, three people knew what the definition of a douchebag was. But the one person who didn't is the one who said it, <laughs> and I—if that doesn't sum up the dynamic of the Hernandi, I—I don't know what does. <laughs> That's perfect when you think about it. Uh, I'm just gonna say shit. I don't—I don't know what happened. And then, oh, dude, the missus told me the story. I wish I was. It was one of those things where I wish I was there because that would have been genius. The missus, Ava and Val. We're at Target. She took them to Target. And, um, of course, they're used to going to Target with Daddy. And if they go to Target with Daddy, if they play their cards right, they'll probably get a little something, something. Not an expensive thing. I would, I just was like that. If you're cool, I'm going to treat you cool. It doesn't mean I spoiled them. It doesn't mean I gave them everything they wanted. But they wouldn't ask for things. They weren't the kind of kids that say, Daddy, Daddy, can we get this? Can we get this? No. They weren't. They knew. They knew we were there to get milk, you know, and they're not going to ask for a whole new Lego set. They know better. But if they're cool, and they usually, they were always cool. I could always take them out. They were well-behaved. I, I I have to be thankful for that. But I'd get them, like, a candy bar or something. I'd let them pick out a little itty-bitty, like, Lego thing that, of a, it's just one of those little small little sets you can get where it just builds a little guy. Just some little knick-knack thing. Just to say, yeah, man, my, Cause I I think if those gestures are done in the right context, they're very effective, you know. And again, you don't you don't buy your kids love. You don't shower them with gifts to get them to like you. But if it does plant a positive memory of like, oh man, I remember my dad was never one of those people that yelled at us and said we can't have this. We can't. No, I think it's cool. So it was weird for them to go with the misses. So of course, the, their first stop when you get into a target, at least our target, you go right, we get to the door, you go right because that's where the toy aisle is. So of course the missus like, Oh, these kids know these kids know right where the toy aisle is. toy aisle is. I wonder how they figured that one out. So she walks over there with him, and like I said, Val was maybe five or six, that makes Ava ten. So they're walking up and down the aisles, and I don't know if they were in they must have been in the Star Wars aisle, because that was around the age that he was he went AP. Into like Star Wars or WWE wrestling. I don't even remember what the toy was, but it was a big box. It was one of those big, giant, long, horizontal box. I don't know if it was a giant, you know, stormtrooper set or something, some big laser gun from Star Wars. And Val just stops, and he goes, "What the hell is this thing?" He's five, and the missus. Says I didn't I, I I did not I I didn't hear that I I know in my heart Val just says what the heck is this thing because there's no way my little boy would say what to... and again it's just he double hockey stick it's not like he's dropping f bombs holy fuck look at these fucking legos oh god damn this is fucking cool no he's, he he he's not gonna learn how to talk like that till after he spends some time with his godfather Who's schmitty by the way. <laughs> But just the way he stopped and the missus is explained it. And I can just, I mean, it's funnier in my head because I exaggerate everything, but she said he just literally stopped. Remember when Charlie Brown saw the Christmas tree after he thought he fucked it up and they fixed it up for him and he had his back to camera and he stops and he looks, but then the animators make him look even harder, which means he arches his back. He bends over even more dumbfounded looking at this tree. That's how I picture Val was just in the middle of the aisle And he stopped, saw this giant Colored full box with all kinds of Cool pictures and letters and shit on it And he just goes, what the hell is this thing? What the hell is this thing? So the the Mrs. caught off guard Not sure what to do, told him the only thing she could Do, she could say The only thing she could say was Val, Val, I, I don't know what the hell That thing is either
0: Cat its
1: Facebook page, cat its Facebook page. Yeah. What do you think about that? <sighs> um, what can I tell you? Oh, hey, I've look, I've returned, I've returned a little bit to the TV, and the only reason I've done that is because uh, it's it's the NHL playoffs, dude. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Come on, man! For the first round of the NHL playoffs are genius because there's eight. There are eight best of six, best of seven series going on, which means every day for the past week there's been like three or four hockey games, and I'm trying to watch all the shit because I freaking love that shit. So yeah, I'm, I'm watching TV more a little bit more, but but I have to admit, TV staying on even after hockey because I find it in, in order to be at peace with myself and calm calm myself, get my head chilled out. Because if you if you had all this shit running around your brain, snag fuck gorilla head and oblivious frog and moany girls and songs and bands and logos and artwork and painting and trying to keep people happy with artwork when trying to keep people happy with being silly on the podcast you if you now you know why i need the weed to go to sleep but i found one of the things that helps me relax is if i can create a an alternate reality that i can thrive in and be happy i'm gonna do it so i did i created my own really cool happy universe and the way i did it Remember when I was telling you about Christmas and how the missus hooked me up with an old school Xbox 360, you know, formatted and all stuff, reconfigured and, and made almost brand new. Well, I found that I'm not gaming as much as I thought I would, but I am gaming. I'm playing one game all the time. Well, I mean all the time, usually at night, right before I take my sleepy time medicine, I need to chillax. chillax. I sit down, I turn the TV on, I get my get my Xbox. Get some pop rocks, pop them in my mouth, you know. Drink some joke cola, and I play. Uh, it's 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 called, it's a WWE game. It's a wrestling game called Raw versus SmackDown. It's 2010. I I I, I mentioned this before because if you remember a few episodes back, remember, remember, I was talking about how I made a I made Gonzalez the Balrog into a wrestler in in the original game that Val and I played when he was like 7. Um and I said I'm going to go back and do it. Well, I haven't I haven't created the Rock yet, but uh I have over the past I didn't start this right away. So I got this in Christmas and it took me a month before I said I better make sure this shit works and then, and then I was hooked. So for like from from February to present day, I've done nothing but build this <laughs> The stable of ridiculous create because it's like I said, you can create wrestlers. Now, most people buy the game because they want to, I want to be the rock. I want to be Randy Orton. Now I admit, I, I'm not a, like my buddy Schmidt is way into, he knows everything about pro wrestling. I mean, that guy knows everything about pro wrestling. He was a huge wrestling fan way back. Even when we were in high school together, he was, he was into the road warriors and all that stuff. He knew all about all that shit. I never got into it. I always kind of thought it was silly, but I got caught up in the uh, at, towards the end of the what's called the Attitude Era with with the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin and the uh, uh, Triple X Triple Triple H and uh, was it DX and all the all the all the, the, the more adult geared. But we the the funny thing is the Mrs. and I watched it and we were we would make it because it was fun. We got it and we it was we was fun. Then A Ava was born and when the missus kind of stopped watching it and I, I kinda pooped out after a while. But then of course when the boy comes around, we'll go right back into it. And he was, you know, he was Rey Mysterio, who's a who's a Mexican uh luchador, if you don't know anything about wrestling, he's one of the few uh wrestlers in uh mainstream American pro wrestling who takes on the Mexican uh, luchador role, which is kinda cool. It's actually pretty cool when you think about it, especially in Mexico with the luchadors and you got, you know, bad guys and good guys and the masks and all that stuff. It's pretty cool. So you, most people buy those video games cause they want to be the cool guy. They want to be the undertaker and you know, the rock and all that stuff. I, I don't think I've even used any of those guys. Cause if it's it, I've said this before, if there's a create mode, I will go off. So I told you before how I was going to build the Balrog and I said that I had already built the uh, I think I, I mentioned that at the time I was gonna build Joker or I had already built Joker and harley Quinn um but i've done that's all I've been doing is making funny wrestlers, giving them wacky names this thing this game again it's it's thirteen years old. I'm sure if I had the new shit like whatever what what are we on Xbox eighteen or playstation fifty you know I'm sure the 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 modern technology is way better. But I also know that they've probably over time gotten rid of all the weird sneaks and cheats that a guy like me will do to, to make a naked wrestler. So the fun's out of it. This 2010 game is fun because um, there's, there's women, there's the divas. They call them the divas. They're the women wrestlers. And when you create a women wrestler, you, you can dress her anything you want. And uh, that's if you're, if you're like me, that's, that's, that's some fun. That's a good time. Because, like I said, you can build everything from their eyebrow shape to their nose shape to their mouth shape down to their height, their weight, their build. You can control how wide. This is both men and women. Shoulders and, and their waist size and their hip size. And if you can let me work. If you have let me control some numbers that will adjust and, and, and reconform a woman's backside and hips, I'm going to do that. Mm. So I've created, I've literally created a roster of wrestlers based on just a lot of goofy shit. And I, I like I said, my universe, all right, I got good guys, I got bad guys, I've created alliances between certain groups, some guys have rivals, some guys have enemies, there's tag teams I've made, some guys are partnered up with other dudes to make really cool tag teams, and the game offers a mixed tag team, which is cool, it's very cool because that's perfect for the Joker and Harley Quinn. But you have to remember, this is 2010. We're not as uh, we're not as uh, woke <laughs> as we are now. In this game, the women the women can do anything the men can do, but for for, for obviously for obvious reasons, they don't want. This is 2010, <laughs> back when we were still chivalrous. Uh, women the the women wrestlers cannot participate in a Hell in the Cell. Match or uh, what's called an inferno match, <laughs> now the reasons are pretty clear: hell in the cell is a giant cage over the ring, and the f- funny best part of that is if you climb on top of that thing and your opponent climbs off on top of it, you could throw him off. <laughs> you can literally throw him twenty five feet off the top of this thing straight to the ground. Yeah! They, I, somebody must have said, "Look, this is just—we can't have guys throwing women off the top of the hell to sell." I understand. I understand. And I, I just mentioned an inferno match. You know what an inferno match is in this game? the The wrestling ring is literally surrounded by flames, fire, like full blown five foot flames, right? So the whole perimeter of the ring is surrounded by fire and you fight another, you wrestle another wrestler, you're, you're in a match and the goal is to beat him up so bad that he's all wimp, he's a standing and he's all like, he's all discombobulated. You know, like in Mortal Kombat where they say, finish him, when your dude's all wobbly and standing, if you move and do a certain button combination, you will literally pick him up and throw him over the ropes into the fire where he uh, is on fire. And your wrestler is literally Richard Pryor running down the street. He's all blazy. and then then the dudes hit him with a, a fire extinguisher, and I guess he's okay. All right, so they won't let the women do that, okay? And I'm like, okay, okay, I can't, I, 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 that makes sense. You know, you you don't want f- feminist groups calling in and goes, hey, how how come we can't how come throwing women? How come you can't set fire to a woman? You got no problem You got, you, you got no problem with uh, Randy Orton getting set ablaze? No, no, that's all right. But we, we can't throw the Bella Twins in there. That's just mean. All right, so I have to learn how to work within the rules of the game, which is a challenge. It's fun. I know I can't make a naked wrestler, but I'm going to do my best to make some of the sexiest shit you ever saw in a video game. All right, but first I took care of business. I made, all right, first thing I did, I made myself. Now, I couldn't decide if I wanted to just be the, D- David. Come on, isn't that? Doesn't that sound like a pro wrestler? Doesn't that have a great pro wrestler persona? This guy is known for. I don't know. Here's David. And he's just walking in the ring and was like, boo. Now, I can make the wrestler, like you've built him from scratch, I can make him to look a little bit like me. I can't get it exact. It's, there's limitations to what you can do, but hairstyle and skin color and basic facial shape because like i said i don't know if you guys know this but i'm a god dang artist but you know a pair of sunglasses and a half cool hat or something all of a sudden it looks more like me than it would just without it because you know you gotta you gotta it's impressions man you got this looks but i couldn't decide if i wanted to be a regular just me as a pro wrestler or be a luchador like Rey mysterio i said why can't i do both so I, I created two versions of myself in this game. There's the Mexican, right? My, and I just have street clothes. I'm 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 pretty dapper dude in the game. I'm a, even in wrestling, I'm a dandy. But then I made my alter ego, Caraconjuelos. Caraconjuelos, I I'm pretty sure means dimple face. And I thought that's a cool. I, I made that up. I made that up a few years ago. When the boy and I were in Arizona visiting uh the misses' dad in Tucson, uh near Tucson, it was right out of sight of Tucson. And uh we stopped by one of those local shops and we bought luchador masks. He bought uh he bought a famous luchador. I don't I, again I don't know uh, a lot about the lucha libre in Mexico, but he bought a really cool silver mask and I found one that was red and gold and I wanted to make I was I made it for a while. If you followed me on Facebook, there was a character card Huelos who was Just saying stupid shit So I brought him back So now I got two different wrestlers Which means I have Each wrestler is allowed four uh, uh, Ensembles (laughs) Costumes, outfits So now I got a total of eight I got four street clothes versions of me As the Mexican And I got four luchador versions of me As Caraconduelos And of course I have to have a tag team partner So my tag team partner Sweet Lou remember me talking about sweet Lou, my brother made him up, he lives to this day, he lives in every video game that I have that you can create something in, whether he's a golfer, a hockey player, a football player, a baseball player, he's a wrestler, so I, like I said, I got faction and this is, again, I don't know what the hell's wrong with me, why can't I just sit down and play a wrestling game with the guys that are in it, I have to like dement the shit and pervert it and do all kinds of stupid shit. All right, so I got a I got a roster of uh, baby faces, which I guess is, are the good guys, right? So there's me and there's Caracol Huelos, and there's Sweet Lou, right? Said him, he's, he's we're good guys, and there's other guys we're we're good guys. We have alliances with. Uh, I made Bruce Lee, <laughs> dude. I swear to God, I said I was gonna do this last time and I forgot. I'm gonna take a picture to show you what it is I'm doing because it's. I think it's a. You don't realize something's genius until you're like, you sit back and go, "Holy shit! I can't believe I made all this. This is hilarious. This is entertaining. Hilarious." I base who I make these characters on. On I I usually base them if I see a because they offer you certain things like hairstyles, clothing. If I see something, I'm like, "Wait a minute, that's," and I I saw they had an outfit for a male wrestler that was an all yellow. It's the tracksuit, the famous Game of Death yellow tracksuit, suit, the, the suit that uh, Uma Thurman wore in Kill Bill and, and when she fought uh, you know, the Crazy 88, the yellow jumpsuit with the black stripes. They had that outfit for men, so I'm like, hold on a second. Let me go check the face features. And I went through the hair. There's like a thousand different hairstyles. And I found the, the like that moppy top beetle kind of long hair that Bruce Lee had. I said, that's it? So I made, I made Bruce Lee, and it looks like Bruce Lee. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. We're off to a good start now. I got some good guys. Sweet Lou, I got Bruce Lee, I got me. What? <laughs> tell me that team wouldn't kick the shit out of everybody. And I said, you know, we need, we need, we need more diversity. All right, I got an Asian. Okay, that's cool. You know, Bruce Lee's Chinese. I need another Mexican. I need another Lucha, a true Lucha Libre, lucha, a true Luchador from Mexico. And I, I made him. His name's Boney Tony because oh god what's wrong with me it you can jack, you can jack with like i said when when i said you can jack with their physical traits you can make them skinny fat you can do anything you want but i always wanted to push things to the limit i wanted to see how it would look if i made a guy as tall as he could be but as thin as he can be <laughs> And this guy is, this guy looks like the kind of, the thing that's, in, those inflatable guys that are in front of car dealerships waving in the wind, he's, Boney Tony is like, he's 6'11", and he might, he must weigh 120 pounds, because everything on him is t- is skinny, He's bony, but he's kind of muscular, and he's Mexican, so I made him, you know, his t- skin is the right color. And I put all kinds of cool Mexican shit on him, and his his color color combinations, very Latin, he wears cool different luchador masks. And I I, I gave him a backstory. <laughs> this is for nobody but me. It's not like I got friends, like in the old days when I, I'd have Schmitty come by, or my other buddy Millsy, we'd sit for hours and play Sega. This is, or Val, even when Val was still playing video games with me we would do this shit by ourselves i was doing this for my inter- to entertain myself so that's a good stable a good guys and after boney tony i said all right who else do i need and i go hold on i just come back from florida and i remember last year i was in Arkansas. i said i need to get a character that's kind of like this backwoods country guy and that's when i decided to make lucas baby hands now lucas baby hands is a big hillbilly all right. I dressed him they have overalls, jean overalls, put him in overalls. Uh one of his outfits is totally pro it's kind of the kind of sh- it's the kind of shit Kid Rock would wear when he shoots Bud Light uh cases. Just a lot of flags and red, white, and blue and make America great again. Um, but the funny thing, the reason he's Lucas baby hands is like I built him to be a muscular, typical, you know, WWE monster steroided muscle head, but when it came to it, because like I said, they let you control anything from the size of their length of their neck, the width of their shoulders, the length of their feet. They're, there's a category for hands. So I, he's big. He's big as shit. But I took the hands and I made them as small as I could. <laughs> so here's this big giant guy. He's got like this, he's like this redheaded mullet kind of haircut with acne and he's he's all he's tatted up, but they're all crooked and shit. And like I said, he's got the overalls on, and he's got big muscles, and he's got tattoos. But then at the end of his arms are these little itty bitty
0: Look at his baby hands.
1: And I I mean, if you saw what you can do, not so. Not only do you create a wrestler, you can create his moves. There's a gigantic library of wrestling moves. Some are acrobatic, some are powerful, some are straight, you know. So no two wrestlers are going to be the same. They're all going to have a different combination of moves. Then you can build their introduct their entrance. You can take an entrance and customize it. You can take The Rocks uh stage entrance and then mat- and then but you want to substitute when he walks down the ramp, you know, from the stage to the ring. That could be a different guy. And then it, it, fireworks and lighting. You can, dude, this game was meant for psychopaths like me to just like to make up goofy shit, right? So I got all this stuff going and I got, uh, you know, I got the good guys got there. everybody's hooked up. I said, I, now I need some bad guys. They're known as heels. I got to get the heels. So the first heel I built was the Joker. Now, I, I'm so proud of this because it took, it took some ingenuity. You know, because it's like they don't have typical... It's not like they have a Joker feature and and the, the facial shit. I had to do it with, like, scars. You can give a guy a scar or you can extend their... their. You can make their mouth really wide. But then I found, like, dramatic lips. It, Dude, I, I am taking a picture of this one because this one is my favorite. The Joker looks like Heath Ledger's Joker as best as I could get it. But I also... So I got him in the in the Heath Ledger as close as I could match his clothes, but then I also, like I said, you get four clothing options. So I got, I've got regular Joker, I've got the Joaquin Phoenix uh, Joker, meaning he's he's in more of a raspberry colored suit. I got the Dark Knight Returns Joker, which is a white suit, dude. I'm I've. Uh, you guys, you guys know this is a, this is a clear sign for help. You do, you do realize that. Somebody's going to have to intervene, because the more I talk about this out loud in front of people, the more I realize how shit crazy it is. But I don't care. I don't care. I'm having fun. I, I'm by myself all the time, dude. I got to do something. Everybody left me. Mrs. goes to bed at 9, Ava goes to bed at 10, Val's in Arizona, Rogue can't hear, Buster can't seek out of her death mask. It's just me, man. So I have to, I have to create these little things to, to make me happy. So I made the Joker. Joker's genius. But Joker, we need more bad guys. We need a stable of heels. So my next, my next conquest was a guy named Stumpy Greg. I made Stumpy Greg just to see how big, it, again, he's the opposite, he's the exact opposite of Boney Tony. I wanted to see how tall and skinny I could make a guy. I wanted to see how short and fat I could make a guy. So Stumpy Greg is maybe, I don't know, five feet tall. And he's, he, I I made him as big and muscly as possible, but containing him into that size, making his legs super short, his torso super square. He's like this little fireplug dude, and he's got these enormous hands and feet. It's completely misproportioned. I don't think the designers of this game knew what they were doing when they put these options in for somebody like me who could just, you know, I'm, caricatures are my thing, man. I took he's this ridiculous looking guy called Stumpy Greg. And I said, Stumpy Greg needs a partner. And I was, I'm going through, I'm going through, see sometimes it, and I have an idea, like the Joker's a famous guy. I knew I could build a Bruce Lee. I got the bead on him cause they had the st- track suit. It's a no brainer. So I'm I'm going through the, the attire for a male wrestler. And I see a lot of like armor, like some helmets with horns on it, like a, like an old Viking helmet or Frazetta style warrior shield or something i go i know i'm gonna make like this big ass barbarian who's always got like he's got like armor on and 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 uh what do you call it? gaunt arm what are those things called Gauntlets. I, what batman wears the thing on his arm with the pointy things stuff like that chest protectors shoulder pads and then boots that look like medieval kind of like i built a big ass dude and i called him battle now that sounds very similar to something else right snaggle fuck I just like the way that, I like the way that sing-song bounces around, man. <laughs> you yeah. know? Battlefuck. And the thing is, I right, they won't let the women, they won't let the women set each other on fire, but they have no problem with me typing in swear words. So I make Battlefuck. So now I got Stumpy Greg, Battlefuck, and the Joker. And I'm like, all right, what? So now I'm, now I'm basing shit on the accessories. So I'm scrolling out, see these really flashy clothes. I'm like, uh? and... Stuff like a boa, a feather boa, it's meant for the divas. And we, if you were going to build a female um, wrestler, you know, I think there's some, there's different clothes choices for, it doesn't matter. See, even, they were kind of woke back then. Guys can wear girl stuff, girls can wear guys stuff. Um, but I said, oh, I could put this boa on a dude and he could be like a fancy Ric Flair type. I said, no, I got it even better. When I first started watching uh, WWE back in the day, they had a character called the Godfather. And he was, if I remember correctly, he was basically like a pimp. And he would come out and he had a, this is how unwoke this was in 2000. or whenever I started watching. Uh, his his entourage were called the Ho-Train. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. If there's any wrestler fans, didn't, didn't the Godfather, or was it the Godfather that had the Ho-Train? These women were probably aspiring models trying to get work anywhere. And they finally, oh, WWE called. I might be a showgirl. I might be a showgirl. That's the big time. Uh, You're not a showgirl. There's no ring card girls. But uh, how would you feel about being in the ho train? Sign me up. I'll be the caboose. Uh, I thought to myself, you know what I'm going to make? I'll make a pimp. (laughs) So I made pimp and butch. Pimpin' Butch is fly, dude. I'm talking like I found a suit and then I, <laughs> granted, they're all very bright. It, yes, it's a, it's a little bit of a stereotype, but you can't tell me that Pimpin' Butch isn't a funny name, right? So now I, I got that. I got it all. I got it all set up. I got my wrestling stable. Uh, I, I found... Characters they they each have characters and it makes the fights fun because some guys can do some shit some guys can't do anything one guy's good jumping off shit one guy is really good at picking you up and throwing you on your head then I went whoa 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 wait 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 remember the whole reason you started to do this is because on the on your show on your Derek show you were talking about how you built, originally you had built uh, Gonzales the Balrog you're supposed to build a Balrog but then I'm thinking about it I go ah oh, man I de- I've already used the horns from the that I would have used with the Balrog. I used them on Battlefuck because he's dude, he's he's a big mean barbarian dude, Battlefuck. He's a bad dude. Uh and I kinda wanna repeat this big I go, wait a second, hold on a second. I realize if I, I'm 'cause I'm when I make when I make create my own wrestler, it's all based in real you know, like like Bruce Lee's skin color is a little different than Mine, you know, I'm Mexican. He's Asian, so I mean, I take that shit into consideration. Now, Lucas' baby hands is paler than shit because he's a hillbilly. Bony Tony's very dark because he's darker than me because he's a real Mexican that lives in Mexico and he's Bony Tony. So I know that you can adjust and like, but I discovered with the Joker, you can also wash color completely out, making him whitish and gray, so he looks like the Joker. He's he's not bright white. He's just it looks he looks like the Joker. You know, and I, and I, I made, I made Pimp and Butch into an African American because I need, I like diversity. And I'm sorry if it, if it kind of, you know, fits. Sure, I could have made a white pimp, but I already had too many white dudes. Let we, it's a, I'm an equal opportunity uh, wrestling promoter. But I'm going. If I can color the skin, my first thought was, I'll make Hulk. I'll make the Incredible Hulk. I'm like, wait a minute. If you make nothing but these giant guys like Battle fucking whoever. Dude, you ain't going to be able to see shit because these guys take up the whole goddamn screen. Make a regular-sized guy. Ooh, what's better than bal- a Balrog? I know. I'll make a... Satan. <laughs> yeah, buddy. What started out as me trying to make a Balrog evolved into me making a wrestler out of the desolate one. Old Scratch. Dude, this devil is amazing. I'm, first of all, he's big as shit. Not as big as the other guys, but he's a big... Put it this way, when I listen to the song Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath, and he's singing that song about, who is this that stands before me, figure in black, point at me? I, I'm thinking, what would, what, what would Ozzy do? So I made this guy scary as fuck, but also a little bit, he's not a monster. He's a, he's actually a handsome guy because I took his face and it's a, it's a, obviously I'm starting off with a human template, but I turned his skin devilly red, right? And I exaggerated his cheekbones and I, exa- and, I and I gave him black pupils. His eyes are all black. And his teeth are bright white, so when he's it's demonically awesome. Gave him cool shaped eyebrows. He's got uh, long hair that's pulled back into a ponytail. I gave him. Uh, you can give him. You dude, I swear to God, you can give him everything. Like my my wrestler has an earring. I gave the devil two their cross earrings, but th- the original state they're silver, or there's a version that's gold. I took them and washed the color out of them and made them black. So he's got black crosses on his ears he's got this devilish goatee and he's got these really sculpted evil sideburns he's big as shit and the best part is the clothes they had a lot of it now if you follow wrestling there's a character called the undertaker you know a lot of dark leather and just kind of he's a tough guy he's mean he's demonic in a way so they had a lot of his stuff like his cape his cowl or whatever or things he might have wore to famous wrestlemania so I clothed him in a lot of The Undertaker's stuff. But they also let you put logos and shit on. And a lot of them are generic, like you can put in any flag from a country. Some of them are just basic shapes, like a circle, a square. I, I made a pentagram. What's it called? A pen, pentagram? Isn't that the, the five-pointed star with the circle? Isn't that like the devil shit? I made them and put them on the back of his jacket. He is a badass. I made mean, fucking Satan. Now, you, I know what you're saying. You go, dude, what's wrong with you, man? Are you in, like, devil shit? Why didn't you make Jesus? It's, I can't make <laughs> Dude, if I had found, I'm telling you, if I had found a robe, like a big, white, cool, hippie robe, I would have made, I swear to God, I would have made Jesus. Sometimes you, you can want to make something, but they don't, have the, they don't have the accessories to sell it. You know Bruce Lee was easy. They had to get the tracksuit. That's a no brainer. I'm an artist. I can make the guy look like Bruce Lee. Boom. We're done. Right? Uh, the Joker. Same thing. You know. So it. <laughs> so I'm not a Satanist. I, I just ran out of options. Look, man. You know. Soon as WWE wants to put a cool hippie robe or you know some some sweet facial hair, uh, I'll make a Jesus because who would be better to fight Satan than Jesus? Right now, Satan Satan's a bad guy. <laughs> Funny, um, you know. But I it, it, tell me who wouldn't pay to see a match between Satan versus Lucas Baby Hands? You'd pay good money to see that, and you probably don't even like wrestling. All right. Now I told you about the guys. Now you know your you know your Huckleberry. You know the Huckleberry. My women are amazing. Because that's it. They let you build a female wrestler, which is good, man. Girls like wrestling. Girls should like wrestling. That some of the crazy shit I ever saw in the WWE was done by girls. They had a wrestler back in the day called Lita. Lita was Lita was adorable. I found Lita so cute. She she was a redhead, but and she this was at the time when they were all doing their bikini matches and where they have Trish Stratus and. Uh, was it? Who else? I can't. I'm not gonna get in. If you you know wrestling, you know what I'm talking about. You know they come out half dressed. Lita was legit. Lita was hung with the Hardys, and she had on like pants. And that's when you know you're not gonna be the you're not at the Barbie doll of wrestling because they let you wear pants. But the, she had the sexiest shit going because she wore the pants, but then she had the thong. Under it and the straps, the side straps or the thong would come out over the top of the pant line and you'd go, oh boy. And that's not what made her so adorable to me. She would freaking jump off the top rope and Hurricane ran at some dude and you're like, holy shit, this chick is nuts. I like that kind of stuff. So I was like, like, what do I, 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 so I started with Harley Quinn. Now Harley Quinn is an established character. I don't have much, creativity there right i i basically tried to i have to try to find clothes to match and i did i found some i i got like i said i was able to get four outfits for Car- harley quinn one based on the suicide squad movie one based on the way she's traditionally been drawn a lot of red a lot of black and i found the diamond shape in the uh except you know the add-on so i could make the little pattern harley quinn is tight right but I'm like, I I need I need a few more girls because I was like, if I want to have a mixed if I want to have a mixed tag team, right? If, if 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 the Joker and Harley Quinn can be a, an awesome wrestling duo, but I still have them as heels. I gotta find some good guys. All right, I need bony Boney Tony. Bony Tony needs a partner. Maybe it'll be, I'll give Boney Tony and Lucas Baby Hands female partners that they can mix wrestle with, you know, as a, as a tag team or each wrestler can wrestle on their own. So I made the first one I made was, um, I, first one I made was Harley Quinn, but the, after I realized I needed more women and who doesn't, I said, you know, Lucas Baby Hands needs somebody to accompany him from the, from the tractor pull. I made a uh, Hood Rat Tammy. Now Hood Rat Tammy is look, they're all ridiculously gorgeous. I it's imp- I cannot make an unattractive person. When it comes to drawing women, painting women, drawing women, watercolors, oils, pencils, pen and ink, finger paints. <laughs> Pasta art, you name it. I I just have a tendency to that's what I that's the way it comes out. You know, if you if you if there was a contest and you all voted to say who's the ugliest woman in the whole world and she sat down for me for a portrait, it would still be gorgeous. I just I, I don't know what it is. But so, you know, these these women are hot as balls. But Hoodrat Tammy is is like kind of like Daisy Duke, you know, a lot of cutoffs, and no shoes and a halter top. <laughs> but God damn it, this is this is the best thing I made. I, I, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted Boney Tony to have a partner, but then I'm like, well, me and Boney Tony are, we're buddies because we're both Mexican luchadors. Maybe I could, hey, Boney Tony, you want to introduce me to your friend? (laughs) That's how insecure I am. Even in a made-up video game, my cartoon character can't have a girl partner. He's got to envy, he's got to pull a a Jesse's girl on his buddy Boney Tony's girl. Hey, you want to introduce me to your girlfriend? I, I gave Boney Tony a partner, and... I said, like I said before, I wanted to test the limits of the anatomy and what they would let me do. And I started with the men. You know, I can give them gigantic arms, and at some point, they'll just look ridiculous. I wanted to, I wanted it to be funny, but still kind of like an artist would, you know. And I go, well, what? I don't want to make. It would be too easy just to take the, you know, the bust category on the female body uh, assembly and just. Max it out like weird science on their computer when you know, bigger, go bigger. Um, no, that wasn't for me because the outfits are, dude, whoever did the modeling, the, the CGI, like how the clothes look, is amazing because, like I said, they don't, they, they, they want them. This is 2010, so there has to be a certain amount of sexiness to the female outfits, but it can't be over the top. There's no, there's no thongs and shit, but if like I said, if you're a demented pervert like I am and you know something about color and you can create some shit. So I said, well, let me see what happens if I boost this this diva's uh lower quadrant. Like I, I made her legs not as long as the other like Harley Quinn and Hood Rat Tammy have long legs. Uh this wrestler I made, um <laughs> very compact, right? And it came time, I, I did her face and neck, and she's beautiful. Shoulders, arms, chest, waist, and it comes to the hips. Hips include the the hips and the backside. And then the legs, you can do the length and you can do the depth, meaning they can be very thin or they can be a little thicker and may start to get a little bit more shape to them, like a heavier person would have. And I, I pushed the limits, and this woman, her dude, I want to talk to Gary and Wyatt and see if we can't figure a way to make this chick come alive during a, an electrical storm with bras on her heads. She is so fine. <laughs> and I came time to name her. I called her the Pog, P-A-W-G. And if you don't know what a Pog is, uh, check your local <laughs> adult site. I'm not going to be gross. POG stands for fat with a P. P H A T isn't dope. You know how the kids are with their lingo. Fat ass white girl. P A W G. POG. I think it's a compliment. When you hear the word fat, you know, I could see why. Ooh, that's not nice to say. No, but they're talking like P H A T. A P H A T. A-W-G-Pog. That's some shit. And this wrestler is a pog. And I found her the best goddamn clothes. So now I'm doing shit like making her climb up on the ropes on purpose just because she has to bend over. Dude, these are sick times for a guy by himself at 2 in the morning before he smokes weed. But the thing that cracks me up as I started thinking that the the guy all right, so th- that's all the visual stuff I've told you, all the weird shit I did. But you remember when I started this, I was talking you, talking about how funny it was that the makers of this game were very careful as to what the women wrestlers can and cannot do. All right. Women wrestling, all right, the women on their own wrestling, one one woman against another woman. You can do anything you want, flips, you know, tag team, woman and woman. Like if I paired if I paired up Hood Red, Tammy, and the pog. They could fight, you know, the Bella Twins or something. Um, th- th- that's fine. Now, when the men fight, men have certain moves they do in wrestling in the game where if they land it the right way, you literally cut open the other wrestler. They get up huge because like it's real wrestling. Blood it's shooting out of their heads and it's starting to stain the canvas. It's awesome. You know, and that's how you know, certain guys are stronger than others. And that's how they measure. You can cut a guy. You You have the ability to cut somebody. But you can't cut you can't cut the women, and I'm like that. I again, I, and I don't. Wanna, I'm not going to turn a, my silly wrestling make believe universe into a political statement. But it is funny the way things have changed. Where it would now be an insult if you didn't let the women get their shit kicked out of them. Because look at women's MMA. That I, I can't watch. I don't watch MMA anymore anyway. Because it's it, that, there's a whole nother show to that. I stopped a long time ago. It just one trick pony. I don't need to see it. But now that women's MMA has gotten to be so popular, I I can't watch that. Because to me, at the end of the day, it's just a woman getting beaten up. I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, It sounds stupid. There's just, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, to, I'm, I guess I'm just, to, I guess I am toxic. Damn it. <laughs> so the, the women can't be cut, which is good. But the other thing I found really funny is that they offered this new thing, and this was new at the time for 2010, mixed tag, where you could have the Joker and the Joker and Holly, Harley Quinn could fight Lucas' <laughs> baby hands and <laughs> Red Tammy in, in a mixed uh, tag match, right? But they want the men to fight the men and they want the women to fight the women. All right. That, that's just the way it is. They want you to do it in a true tag team measure again 2010 different time but the thing that was it's hilarious is that if you're just playing the computer which is me i i don't play i'm like i said i'm by myself buster can't hold one of those goddamn controllers um the computer controls the other two you control your your guy and your girl but only one wrestler can you can only do one at a time because you've only got two thumbs So the guy, say I'm the guy, say I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Lucas baby hands and I'm wrestling, I'm wrestling, you know, the Joker and I'm beating his ass. I can go tag my partner, have her come in and she can continue to kick the shit out of the Joker, but the Joker can't hit her back. And if you accidentally swing for your opponent and you miss the opponent, if you, if as a male wrestler, you, you, you aggressively punch, hit, kick. Grab (laughs) this is this isn't the way society used to work anyway. I think this is the same instructions they give bouncers. All right. If 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 one of your male wrestlers does anything that hits the you're automatically the match is over. But if it's the other way around, the girl can keep beating the shit out of the dude and nothing happens except the dude the dude can still get cut, the dude can still get flipped, thrown. So I I got little Tammy. Or whoever picking up f- freaking Satan over her head and throwing him out of the ring, and he can't do a thing about it.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, fucking Pog! The dude, the Pog kicks ass. Oh, and they got some moves oh dude that that were meant for male wrestlers to do. Uh, you remember? Um, <laughs> gotta get. So I don't want to get too gross. But there's some wrestlers that would throw a dude into the corner, in the turnbuckle, and the guy would be on the ground, and then the guy would come sit on him, you know, because he's a big, fat guy. Well, it takes a whole different connotation when it's a hot girl with a ridiculous bum walks over and just mounts a dude in the corner, like, go, to yeah,
0: all right, Lucas, baby hands.
1: Oh, man, the pug is all over you. Now, I told you how the last time I played what game like this, um it was 2008. I think it was still PlayStation one. I made a naked wrestler. Well, you can't do that. All my tricks don't work, but I have, I have made some pretty revealing. I've turned regular clothes into some really <laughs> Frederick's of Hollywood, sh- crazy shit. Just because I can match color. I can put like a shape, like a say an oval. I'll take an oval shape. That's filled solid color and i place it in the small of the back of a of say uh a, say a woman's wearing a standard leotard you know all of a sudden i take that oval and i put it in her lower back and i stretch it and match the color to her skin all of a sudden it's like this open back plunging ass enhancing one piece bathing suit and you know come on what the wrestling's got nothing to do with this game. I'm, I'm, I'm being more. I'm being made aware of that I just like, I just like dressing them up and making their butts do what I want and telling them where they can go and who they can fight. And oh, you, you need a little sun? I'm gonna darken your skin. You know, oh, that's you know what look good with that outfit? These high heels. I'm a, I, I'll take screenshots. I swear to God, I'll take them and don't post them. And you'll see, I'm not screwing around, man. I should be, a, I should be famous. You know, all right. <laughs> like I said, the biggest irony, or I don't know what do you call it. The women, the women can't do the Inferno match or they can't be in hell in a cell. They can't get hit. They can't bleed. They won't bleed if you hit them. Uh, but, but they still thought it was cool that they could still hit each other. They can hit each other with the shit. But it just won't cut the other... P- the women in this universe are just... They will not bleed ever. Because <laughs> it's like... They, I, I don't understand the thought process. We, we can't have women involved in this kind of... Uh, so it, it's okay if a woman hits another woman wrestler over the, over the head with a folding chair. <laughs> we can't have... No. We can't have men picking them up. Like lifting them up and throwing them. But, but it's okay for four girls in, a, in bikinis. Trust me, I've done this. Four girls in bikinis knocking their shit out of each other with folding chairs. Ah! You know, now that I think about it, I I think I am a douchebag. (laughs)